Welcome to the Let's Think Show. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining me today. Let's uh, let's get right into it. You know, sometimes we talk about philosophy, and sometimes we talk about uh, morality, or or whether you know such a thing as rights even exist. And sometimes we have these really deep topics. Today we are going to talk about jobs. How to do a great job at your job, how to never lose your job, how to get promoted. Uh, and, and some of you might be thinking, hey, I don't, I don't, I'm not a job kind of person. I'm an entrepreneur. I like to start businesses and such. My hope is that you will kind of, you know, keep me on track. And, and if I'm off, uh, give me a call. Let me know what we need to add to this conversation uh, that I'm missing. Uh, for those of you that are worried that, you know, it's, it's a tough market out there. And how do I, how do I get the job? How do I keep the job? Uh, you're, this show is for you. Uh, maybe if you're listening to this show, uh, not right now live, well, I guess for you, right, it would be uh, right now, but if you were sent the podcast version of this afterward, uh, maybe by your boss or a friend or, or a relative or somebody, um, uh, this is great for you. Maybe that maybe they're thinking, hey, this, this will help my friend to be a better employee. So hopefully some of this advice will help. Um uh, we're going to start out uh, first by kind of defining what a, what a job is. And I think some people think that it's a thing, and, and it's really more of a, a relationship or an agreement. I'd say it's an agreement uh, between you and another party, and you do a thing and they will compensate you for it. And you, you kind of agree that this is what this relationship is going to look like. And, and it's kind of like, I, I guess we could say that friendship is another kind of relationship. Uh, marriage is another kind. Uh, and they're just different types of relationships. So a job is one of those types. And and just like uh, one of the other kinds of relationships, you don't have a right to expect anything or to force the other person to do anything that you didn't agree to. So, uh, and you can always, as you go through their relationship, you can say, hey, you know, I've been thinking about it. We never talked about this, but this thing is important to me. Let's, let's include it in our, our formal or informal agreement. Um, and now a job, as I mentioned in the, in the very beginning, it's not for everyone. Uh, if you haven't already read the book Cash Flow Quadrant, it is well worth the read. Um, and it's kind of the follow-up to the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Uh, so uh, if you haven't read that one either, I'd say read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and then read the Cash Flow Quadrant. And I'll, I'll include links uh, in the show notes uh, so that you can find those uh, books on uh, Amazon. And kind of the long and the short of these books, uh, kind of the combined message from them, is that there are different quadrants that people might choose to be productive in. And the first one is uh, being an employee. And an employee is typically someone who has a job. Uh, and that's what most people in the world are in that group. Uh, another group would be being self-employed. That's when you own your own job. Uh, you don't work for somebody else. You work for yourself. But it's just a, a small business. And if you don't show up, you're... Uh, you're not making money or you're not really producing anything. And then the next step from that would be uh, having a business. That's the B quadrant. Uh, and in the B quadrant, you have a, a business that doesn't rely on you for day-to-day -day operations and for, for getting things done. Uh, and then the final quadrant uh, is investor, uh, being an, uh, an investor. And that's not, we're not talking about the cash flow quadrant or the today as the main point. Maybe someday we will, but it's just kind of important to, to recognize that I'm not speaking to the entrepreneur today. I'm speaking to the person who chooses to work for someone else. Uh, and, and these are the things that your boss 
probably doesn't tell you all of these. It would be kind of jerky, (laughs) a jerk thing to do if the boss told you these things. Uh, They kind of expect you to know these. Now, this isn't, everything isn't going to apply to every single boss. Not every boss agrees with me. This isn't going to apply to every single job. But I'll bet you 80 or 90% of bosses and 80 or 90% of the things that we talk about today are applicable to your situation and to your job. So let's dive in and look at the first thing that I think might be the most important, and that is being positive, being optimistic. Uh, being happy, spreading that happiness around. You know how there's some people that that when you get to work, you say hello to them and they just light your day up. And then other people are, well, I'm doing okay. Three more days this week or, or something negative like this. I have actually seen or heard employees at a grocery store. When I walk up to a, the, the grocery clerk, I'll say, how are you doing? And they say, well, I only have an hour left, so I'm doing well. Oh my God. Gosh, your boss does not want you to talk that way. Um, Be positive. Be happy. Uh, Even if you're not feeling it, fake it until you make it. Uh, But nobody, the people you work with, your boss, the customers, nobody should know if you're not having a great day. So choose to have a great one. Spread around the good happiness. Uh, Don't gossip. And if you ever leave that job, uh, don't ever speak poorly of any part of it. You know, the people where I used to work, were, were, uh, they were just jerks. Or the boss was really mean. Or the boss made me work really hard. Or something like that. Never speak poorly of of a place that you used to work. Um, here, here's another one. Buy into the company values and mission. Like, really understand what it is that the the person or the company that you work for, what is it that they believe in? What is it that they're trying to produce and, and put out there? And it's not as, uh, it's not always as, uh, upfront as you might think. So Chuck E. Cheese is an example, the restaurant chain. Is their real job to provide food for families and children? No, they're providing an experience. And if you don't understand the nuance between providing food or providing an experience, then you're not going to be as great of an employee. Uh, and, and that's something that if you're not Uh, fully understanding what it is that you're supposed to be doing. If you don't understand what the boss wants, then you're not going to be as valuable of an employee. Uh, So really buy into it. Uh, And if you don't, then leave. And we'll talk about that later. It's not a bad thing to leave a job if it's not a good fit. Uh, Think about marketing the company on your own time. Like if if I had employees in in the various businesses I've owned... When the employees go onto their social media and say, I got to have another great day today uh, serving fun guests, and then they have a link to the business, oh my gosh, like they're giving free advertising as a boss. You think when I have to start letting people go because the government's you know shutting stuff down because of COVID or whatever, as I have to start letting people go, do you think that's going to be the first person I let go? Absolutely not. They are writing for the brand. They're they're really helping add value to the business beyond what they're what they're expected to do. So that is a, a very very good thing to do. Um, here's another one, and, and this is a a big one. Very often, employees will have a different mindset than the owners 
of a company. And, and when owners get together at the Rotary Club or, or wherever, uh, a mastermind group or a business development group, and they chat about the pros and cons of their employees and their relationships and how, the, how they work with their employees, there's a common phrase that's used, thinking like an owner. Don't think like an employee. Uh, and so you, as the employee, think like an owner. And what, what, what does this mean? This means you're not thinking about just completing the task that you have in front of you and the rules that you have to do to get it done. You're thinking about the bigger picture. You're not just thinking, I'm supposed to work today and, and put this widget into this box from 8 a.m. until 5 p.m. No, think bigger than that. Think about how you can work faster, how you can work harder. What is the real thing that you're doing? You're putting that widget, whether it's a tool or a toy or whatever, you're making somebody's life better. You are there by choice. Make it make it something you're passionate about and, and that you're, you're proud to be doing. Uh, and that kind of goes into being enthusiastic, being willing to learn, being being really proactive about learning parts of the job that aren't necessarily assigned to you. And, and we should probably talk about that more later. So I'm going to shut up about that now, but we'll, we'll talk more about that in a little bit. Uh, think about whether or not this is the right fit for you. And sometimes it just isn't a good fit. And that's a, a common term that is used when an em, em, employer is letting somebody go or firing them or ending that relationship is is saying, yeah, you know, we're, we're just not a good fit. And I would encourage you to think about it. That's not necessarily a negative thing. I worked for years as a cop, as a police officer, and it was not a good fit for me. They told me during the academy, this isn't the right job for you. Quit. Of course, they tried to get a bunch of people to quit. There were 56 of us that started the academy and only 42 of us finished it. Um, so they were trying to get rid of people by making it tough. But that's what they would yell at me. And I thought they were just trying to stress me out. But they were probably right. This isn't the right job for you, Shepard. Quit. Make the mature decision. Quit. Well, sometimes that's a that's a good thing. And when I was working as a cop in uh, in a town, uh, a, a small town, uh, they had one of their consultants come in and give a speech to everybody, and they made a comment to the effect of, "We will help." cast you into the field of opportunity. And I thought that was a fun way to say getting fired. Uh, and it really is that, though. You think right now that if you quit your job or you get fired, that it's going to ruin your whole life. And oh, my gosh, it's going to be awful. Not necessarily. It could be the greatest thing in the world. If you're not happy with it, if you're not moving forward, if you're not proud of it, if it's not good for you, Quit it. I mean, be be good about it. Don't just walk out. But talk to the talk to the boss and say, "Hey, this isn't working for me. Um, I want to work harder, and when I do, you don't appreciate it. So, hey, either either start appreciating me and showing it, or I need to go. Or say, hey, I don't like the direction this company's going, and here here are my ideas for how we could go a better direction. And and if we don't agree, not a big deal. I'll finish out two weeks, or if you need it, three or four, or whatever. I'll, I'll finish out for you. I won't just leave you hanging. Uh, but yeah, it's not working out. I'm gonna go try try my idea with a with a boss that appreciates what I have to say, or I'll start my own thing. Those are all wonderful options that you can choose. 
Stick with us. We will be back right after the break, and we will talk more about how you will never lose your job and how you'll get promoted. 406-646-6121. And letsthinkshow.com. Letsthinkshow.com. Avec leur tremolo, balayé pour toujours, je repars. 